astrology, feng shui, tarot, crystals. We've all heard about these practices, but what does it all mean? Each week, Mom and me will dive into these topics to present them in an easy, digestible 20 minutes. From full moons to celebrity charts to even red doors, Mom and me will share personal, shocking, and wow factor stories. Welcome back to another episode of the Mom and Me Astrology Podcast. My name is Kate Wind, and joining me is my mom, Mary Swick. Good morning, Kate. Good morning. So this is going to be considered a bonus episode, so when you're listening to this, you might be confused. It's not Monday morning at 6 a.m. when this is being uh, launched, but I just thought in light of what is going on in um, the United States right now that we discuss maybe just some more things about what's going on uh, astrologically, especially in the month of January. So I know we've talked about 2021 on a much larger scale of, you know, what are some themes as we get closer to our Pluto return. We've talked about um, the Saturn and Uranus, the struggle of power that we will see all year. Uh, But if we just look just at January, you know, breaking it down even week by week, just there's so much to talk about in astrology. And we want to be able to cater to lots of different you know, things around astrology and people can listen to a podcast and reflect on themselves. So I don't want to become a political astrologer by any means. No, you know, there's not, I don't think there's much fun in political astrology or mundane astrology, but yes, there are people that specialize in mundane astrology, meaning world events, country events. So I thought, let's just touch base on what's going on in January and talk about the United States chart. Um, just to give some insight, because I, the, the whole reason I thought about this is because I got so many text messages yeah. um, early this week. So we're recording. It's January 11th, I think. Um, yep, January yes, it's, 11th. It's January 11th. <laughs> yeah, I had to look myself. So we need to talk about Mars hitting 29 degrees, the anoretic degree. Yeah, and that happened last Wednesday. Yeah. Mars, and just, just for those who know nothing about astrology, there's only 30 degrees in theory in every sign. Correct. So Mars hitting the last degree on its way out. That's, it's not always significant in this manner to this level, but it's the culmination. It's kind of like at a, at a, a social gathering, like you generally don't leave before they cut the cake. Or before the first dance. There's things that it kind of builds up to. And then after that, okay, you're kind of, you can go now. We're kind of expecting you to start drifting off. But it's kind of you're waiting for that last big event before you bow out, if that makes some sense. Yeah. So it can be going on, the party can be going on for a couple of hours, but you're waiting for that one thing to come that signals the end. Okay, now we can walk away and be socially acceptable. Yeah. So I think... um... We've, we recognize 29 degrees, like when Saturn was at 29 degrees last year, mm-hmm. right? That's mm-hmm. when the pandemic shot off, yes. <laughs> seeing that at 29. But Mars, you know, Mars moves so quickly. So you think, oh, 29 degrees, we've seen it at 29 degrees over and over again. There weren't something as significant as this, but we have to think Mars was in rulership in Aries, so both very fiery energies and it spent six months which if you've been listening to us you know this it spent six months in Aries versus six weeks 
and then it retro obviously it retrograded that's how it stayed there for so long yeah and let's give a little more background with that mars doesn't go retrograde in the sign of aries very often we'd have to go back to 1988 correct the last time that happened yeah okay so the fact that it, it was a big deal we worked with clients saying what happened back in 88 in your life mm-hmm. you know it was a it was a big time we did and so even just the idea that it retrograded when we're talking about a fiery energy you know fire that an action they want to go 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 and so the idea that it retrograded it's like did we have to hold our anger back right. a little bit swallow did we? our anger yeah right so when it went forward we went forward with full force in mid-November. The energy shifted. Mars went started going direct. Which, to be honest, as astrologers, we're going good. Okay, now everyone can move forward. Move forward. Get you know, take action. Um, so when we hit mid-November, then it was a time of telling people, okay, go ahead with your plans. You know, push forward. Well, again, in hindsight, can we say, oh yeah, people were making their plans. True. Organizations were saying, okay, this is what we plan to do. Here's the date. Uh, Let's go do this. Right? Right. And astrology doesn't tell you how you're going to live it out. It just tells you the energy around it. So It it just gives a signal. Go ahead. Make your plans. Take action. Mars is take risks. And then with the backdrop of the larger tumultuous energies we have going on in the country or in the world on top of it, you know, it does make sense. And the final blowout mm-hmm. came on the very last day that Mars was in Aries. Yeah. It was done. Yeah. A bl- big blowout. So, again, I, I, I can't trivialize. I, I can't, you know, I don't have no, I don't want to put a punctuation mark there. But a lot of energy was blown off, blown out. I True. mean, someone died, several died. So, I mean, again, I'm not trying to make light of it. No, I think I'm not making light of it at all. I, by any means, I think that um, you know it was. I would consider it an attack. Yes, <laughs> um, right. But I think that just for people to understand from an astrological standpoint, what is because they are texting me, what's going on in the stars, what's what's happening, just to give some um, explanation, if you will. And I think just the idea of saying like you don't leave before the cake is cut. Right. I know that sounds like a very nice and fluffy yes, an- analogy for it something is. that happened, but it does make sense that the energy had to essentially blow off the steam, especially from being in retrograde. Exactly. Um, and, and if we, if you don't mind, I'd like to just mention again, I'm, I'm learning about fixed stars. That's something we've never spoken about mm-hmm. before. And we won't for a while until I feel more comfortable but I am going to mention that the speech at 10 a.m. the morning right before the protesters marched on the Capitol that was a moment of that degree 10 a.m. Wednesday very significant thick star was in place which kind of supported anti-social attitudes and the idea of uh, suffering at the hands of others so as an astrologer and this is just some insight into how I think Mm -hmm. is that amazing what if that speech was given, you know, you know, three hours, maybe it was given two o'clock in the afternoon, you know, would it have had the impact? Right. It's that this is that mystery about astrology, about in the moment. There's always a certain power in the moment. That's how we get individual birth charts, right? Absolutely. Because everyone's born in a, a, a moment in a different geographical location. That's what blows me away, that 10 a.m., the speech basically that seemed to 
put a lot of oxygen in the air that motivated people to, you know, maybe do more than they even intended to do. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But um, uh, that I was pretty strong. Motivated, but drove. Drove. We could also might replace be. that yeah. word protesters. And with we already rioters. know from Trump's chart that he's very, he is skilled, even though he, his vocabulary not, may not be huge, <laughs> huge, I might yeah, yeah. But the idea is he is very skilled with how he, what he says at the timing of it and makes things happen. So that was just a very interesting cocktail, mm-hmm. but it's just, it, it's, it blows your mind away, the backed up Mars. I want you to think, if you need one more example, it's not a fire example, but a look at the Hoover Dam, holds back that water. And okay, it's held back, it's held back, it's held back, okay, and then the energy starts to go direct. We start you know, letting a little bit out, starts flowing a little bit, and then all of a sudden, the wall breaks and whoosh, the whole bunch of water goes shooting down the Colorado River at one time. It's that idea of the breaking point. Absolutely. So we've learned something. I've learned something here. Don't corral Mars in Aries. Do not (laughs) corral it, right? Do not try to blunt it. Or if you do, you know, be aware, particularly if you're dealing with volatile personalities, if you're up against an enemy where they are kind of out for blood on some level, Mm -hmm. you know, you have to recognize the seriousness of it. Absolutely. When we talk about just a few other things that are happening then um, in January, so that that Mars energy is obviously over. It's now in Taurus, um, and it's not retrograding, so it will only be here for about six weeks. Right. Um, We might want to just take note, though, that January 13th, so that's two days from now, um, Mars will square Saturn. Again, this happens pretty often, so... But it just, because we're already in such a sensitive time, Mm -hmm. these are things that we might just want to... Can I make one insert? If you have a January 23rd birthday, so let's give it January 22nd, January 23rd, January 24th. If you know someone that is their birthday, this, they're probably stressed this week. Yeah. They're probably stressed. Again, because of this Mars-Saturn square, it's greatly affecting the sun of those that were born January 22nd to January 24th. Absolutely. Um, and then January 20th, which is Inauguration Day, we have Mars conjuncting Uranus. And um, that's going to be hitting the uh, part fortune in Biden's chart yes. exact at that, six, mm-hmm. at that six degrees Taurus. So here we have Mars, which is, you know, power, aggression. We have Uranus, which is unexpected, chaotic. Mm-hmm. You know, could this just be, oh, this was an unexpected change in power happening? You know, I mean, that's... A very nice way of saying it. Yeah, Mars Uranus, we think more of like Mars Saturn, about more traditional transfer maybe of power. Mars Uranus is a little crazy. I agree. <laughs> a little unexpected. But listen, I would hate to be part of that committee right now, trying to reconfigure that and all the security aspects of his inauguration, right? Mars Uranus. I mean, they're chasing their tails right now, I'm sure, I do trying think to there's figure a lot large... chaotic energy. Yeah. I do think there's a large part of the U.S. that still believes that Trump will become president, though. Okay. That's where, you know, that's what I'm saying. That could be just a very easy way to live it out, unexpected, because they're like, oh, I I guess I still wasn't expecting Biden to take presidency. Right. No, there could be backlash. Mars Uranus, again, let's put, put this in perspective. It happens every two and a half years. Mars hits Uranus every two and a half years in conjunction. Uh, but the backdrop right now is more volatile in the country. I agree. So demonstrations, absolutely. Protesters, potential violence, yes. Yeah. 
Um, at the same time, so our um, Jeep, um, my gosh, what am I trying to say? <laughs> mm-hmm. Zeus is also opposing um, our Uranus exact on the 18th. That so, is very interesting. Yeah. Again, uh, most of people are not going to, Zeus, what's, what planet is that? Okay. Um, uh, we're not going to get into that today, uh, but uh, Solar Arc Zeus is opposing Uranus, the natal Uranus of the United States. Well, that immediately is a military energy. Zeus represents the military, precision, someone giving the orders, we're going in, you know, or we're blockading. This is, it's a, it has a very volatile energy, certainly uh, associated with international matters normally we would think of it involved with. So here we are now looking at it, potentially, is it within, is it within our own country? So of course, will there be a strong military presence? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I know that's a fine line for our country to bring the military in on uh, domestic issues. Um, but it, are they ready? Are they standing by? Is that in the back pocket? I mean, yeah, all those things could be happening. Right. This is where, to me, there is something going on uh, related to that. Well, I think something other something else that's interesting to note is when we talk about solar arcs, we do put a one-year orb on it. So since January of 2020, yes, this energy has been getting significantly closer or I'll say has been affecting us, you know, on a much closer level. And, and just think about how much police talk there was. I know it wasn't necessarily military, but I mean, the it, police was in the headlines, what the police were doing. Yes. Are you pro police? Yes. Do you support them? Should we yeah. defund them? Yeah. I mean, do they have too much power? Right. So some of their power that's been in the conversation, but you know what I thought immediately of your comment when you went to get a, a COVID test, Remember? And you oh, said, yeah. oh, and what did you tell me? Oh, that, they were efficient. That the military <laughs> was running the operation. You went to a location, you said the military, and, and I was quite impressed when you, when I talked to you about it. Yeah. Well, I hope that wasn't my ignorance, that, but I'm assuming it's, yeah, military that, I mean, that they were so efficient. They were so efficient. Like, you were like, they were in charge and were, blah, 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 and you got your results back like within 12 hours. 12 hours. Yeah. And you were going like, wow, I'd go back there. <laughs> You know, rather than the I places did. where, you, where you're going and waiting yeah. three days to get your four, five days, right? Yeah. Some of the results. And the military were very efficient. We, we've seen the military on the front lines. That's true. Giving out, you know, so there's, a, thank you for, yeah, we, the military has had a larger presence in our domestic life. Right. So anyone listening, I don't want you to like be circling, you know, January 18th on your calendar right. thinking I'm not going to go out. Right. Um, but it is the exact peak date. But it's just interesting that that has been just a conversation that has flooded yeah. our language yes. um, this yes. year. So yeah. that does peak out on yeah. the 18th. Of course, we already mentioned it just because it's right there with the inauguration, right, um, right after everything that we've already seen this week. So it is just and it's to And know. it's affecting the Uranus of the United States. And our Uranus at its placement represents the idea of fighting for your perspective. Right. Something we're kind of proud of on some level. In the united front, the idea we have fought for our freedoms, but it represents also goes to the level of being obsessed with it right. or maybe uncompromising or having to confront an enemy um, and maybe sometimes getting involved, helping somebody out of it, out of a crisis, think of foreign countries, and then mm-hmm. feeling underappreciated. They don't even, they don't even appreciate what we did for them. So this is a very deep energy. It represents that idea of what's going on under the surface. Right. And of course, because of it, it's like, okay, be on guard. 
be on guard. Now that's our natal Uranus and it's being, it's been activated and um, your point is so well taken, Kate. Yes, this has been going on all year already. Yeah. Well, we're in 2021 now, but. Yes. Yeah. Well, yeah, yes, yes, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. 2020. Yeah. Pull yeah. me forward, Kate. <laughs> Pull me into 2021. Yeah. I mean, it, it is uncanny just to hear all these words. I think what's interesting about that Uranus, because it is our natal Uranus, we've always had that energy. Yes. And I think the idea, uh, gosh, this is probably some conditioned statements I'm about to say, but I think the idea of us all fighting together against another country feels very patriotic. Yes. But when yes. this energy then seeps into us and we feel like we're fighting against each other, then well, that feels really Then horrible. it seems like, oh my God. Yeah. Right. Because it's the same energy. We've always had this energy. Yes. But yes. We have known for it. We're known for it. But it's being it's being activated uh, really mm. strong through, oh gosh, well, February 5th is going to be another peak date for that. But Yes, it's peaking February 5th, and then it takes a year to kind of clear out. Yeah, because Saturn, because we have to talk about Aquarius, the ruler, mm-hmm. Aquarius is Uranus, so we still do kind of see that out till 2022. Right, right, right. Um, One other thing we should note next month, I know we're talking about January today, but next month Pluto moves forward and will be within one degree of that Pluto return. Mm -hmm. So just to keep that still on everyone's mind, I mean, the idea that 2020 really prepared us for 2021, 2021 is preparing us for 2022. Right. Not that it has to get worse, but just if you are being resistant to change, you know, I just, there's more change. There's more more change change coming. coming. Right. Yeah. So let's look at the sun of the United States and progress it. So this is something that we would do um, in a person's chart if they were getting an appointment. This is one of our hallmarks. <laughs> it really is when we do a consultation, this ability to work with these seven-year energies. Yeah, and if you listened to um, the podcast that we put out on Monday the 11th, mm-hmm. um, it is when we were recording, but the one that actually went live today, uh, that one talks about progressing the sun. Mm-hmm. And so it's a similar method. Yes. Right, that we do with people. So it's like, why don't we do it with the country just to give us some more language? Right. Um, at this point, some people might say, oh, it doesn't take an astrologer to say some of these things. Right. right. I mean, that, yes, it can be laughable. On some, Again, hindsight, though, uh, you know, we, we could have said this last week and it would have had a different tone to it, or two weeks ago, I should say. True. But we're under it. So we progress the sun of the United States. Uh, and so where the sun is at right now, it's it, it's um, up to uh, 20 degrees Capricorn. Yeah. And um, that is an interesting energy. We've been under it uh, very strongly here since uh, the spring of 2020. And um, actually, we were on a little bit before that, but let's just keep it focused here. Okay. It represents the idea of over-talking. Mm. So I'm talking... And then you just start talking over me. Oh, okay. <laughs> Does Holy. that sound like a debate that we might have heard somewhere here in this past year? Yeah. Right? Yeah. A lot of over-talking. Even the networks over-talking each other. True. I don't know how much channel hopping you do. I but sometimes I do. You know, I go from, you know, CNN over to Fox over to, you know, just to know. see all the perspectives. And wow, they're kind of over-talking each other. Oh have cable so I don't oh, okay know. I'm sorry yes that's right I always forget that but anyhow it represents improvising on the spot words just flowing out kind of unexpectedly it's like the spotlight going on you and all of a sudden you have all this to say uh, it's a I usually see this in a person's chart and I say oh my gosh you're going to be so 
you're going to be so prepared. You're going to walk into a meeting and you're going to be put on the spot, but don't worry, you're going to stand up. You're going to have something of significance to say. Impromptu speech. That's really interesting too. When we just kind of, when we take these energies, again, astrology is language. So the idea of then catering these interpretations to new things that we're seeing, such as technologies and social media. And now I know Facebook has been around for a while or Instagram, but I do think, you know, the further and further we get, there's more language or more words spilling out about the election. It's like, it's not just the news anchors talking about politics anymore. Oh, true. You know, uh, your uncle, like not your uncle, but just some examples, you know, like your uncle's posting, your siblings are posting, friends are sharing and stuff. I mean, it, there is. Yeah, over talking. Yeah, it's a good, good, there's a good point. A lot of people talking simultaneously. Yeah. You know, uh, even on some of the feeds, you, you see, you read one thing and you think, oh, I kind of agree with that. Then you go down and all of a sudden you're hearing the opposite argument. You know, it's a, it's a lot of information to take in. But anyhow, we're under an energy. And this, interestingly, is only good through April of 2021. This heavy over, so much information coming at us so uh, strongly. Uh, and it represents, of course, the good, the good out of it is you're supposed to, it's supposed to be articulating social justice, what is fair, tit for tat, so to speak, equality. Uh, and it is oftentimes associated with drumming up support for a cause. Mm-hmm. So that energy has been going on for some time, but um, it's kind of dying off after April of 2021. Yeah. <laughs> now, what's... Shall we go into what between now and April of 2022? That's kind of interesting because that's probably more contentious yet. What's ahead? Right. There well, certainly is some sense of more fighting. Yeah. Well, I think there's going, and it, it's in line with what we've already been saying this year with the Saturn squaring Uranus, getting closer to that Pluto return. We have to go back to our roots. We mm-hmm. have to address how we were told history, we have to address um, equality, we have to address how history actually played out, Mm -hmm. and, you know, there might be a need to make more decisive decisions, differentiating between what is right, what is wrong. I think more people are going to be taking a stand. Right. Yeah. No, it's a warring energy that we're stepping into, strategic warfare. It would be very easy to... Oh, you know, again, just to think, oh, well, we must be going to war with somebody, right? Right. Oh, but I think we, the climate, the mood, we're going, oh my gosh, is this all internal? Right. And again, the idea is it's kind of a win-lose situation. I do think there is some, uh, a lot of preparation uh, where people are, you know, trying to view things as what's right and what's wrong, and they're going to make their stand on it. Right. So can I, if I said something, and again, this may be laughably innocent Pollyanna but this has been building for some time Mm -hmm. so on some level we are nearing we are getting close to the end of it but it's a it's over a year away right absolutely well I think it's interesting when we look at those energies that we opened in 2022 I'm sorry 2020 I'm like throwing us way ahead the energies that we opened up in 2020 that's a seven-year energy so we can now we have some hindsight to look back on these so everyone listening can probably even assume or put in how they their interpretation I'll say of it but it opened up a platform for uncomfortable conversations oh weren't there a lot of uncomfortable conversations there were oh my gosh 
I'm even thinking of This Is Us, even um, oh, the, yeah. the, the series, you know, where it started opening up uncomfortable conversations. But it, it was, they were, yeah. Yeah, we, ha- we had them at our dinner tables. I know I had them within my friend groups that, yeah. you know, trying to break down some of these things that we've been told, how mm-hmm. we feel, why do we feel this way? You know, how, how, how have these structures been built that aren't supportive of all of us when mm-hmm. that's like what we all preach and that's what we that's all like, preach. Yeah. That's what we all think. Well, yeah, we all think there along those lines, yeah. Um, I hate to say there was some innocence in it, but some of us like didn't actually understand like the full you know there were so many documentaries that came out that allowed us to essentially start rewriting our history yes i agree 100 percent. yeah this was 2020 opened up an energy of vulnerability mm-hmm. and kind of reeling reeling from events that are out of your personal control yeah out of the country like no one in the country decided well this is what we're going to do you know it just happened spontaneously it happened in the streets that's how spontaneous it was a lot of it correct Absolutely. But it meant that the job market was hit, the health care system was hit, something out of control. You can't, you, every day you see that headline uh, when you're focusing on whatever, L.A. hospitals, for example, maybe, or Arizona, I hear, where it's hot spots move around. It's out of control. Yep. Systems are going to break. So we have this idea of, again, uh, and I, I, I think for the majority of us, there's one line in this interpretation that we all relate to. It's about the idea, I'm heading to a safe spot. Where am I going to be safe? So many of us feel the safest in our homes, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Or in a very tight little circle of people. That's exactly what we did. Exactly. We headed, we ran to the hills, ran to our homes, ran to a safe spot. Yeah. It looked different for everyone, but that we were all looking for some safety. Okay, this doesn't happen in my world, so to speak. Absolutely. So that's a theme. Uh, again, may I just say this? On a seven-year energy, it wallops you up the side of your head the first year. Mm-hmm. Like, wake up, people. Now, again, we're used to talking to individuals one-on-one. And so I would, oh, my gosh. Okay, be aware. This, you know, for an, On an individual level, I'd say something's going to go sideways on you. I oftentimes say this is like a lightning bolt that sh- shoots down into your life symbolically of course and shakes things up and it's not to go back to normal after it's done right that's the whole purpose of it is to shake you up in a way that you go oh my god wake up wake up i gotta make some changes right so that's where we've been 2020 so we've lived out the hardest year of that but that still is with us till 2027 so we could revisit these energies in 2026 and kind of start saying, oh, yeah. okay, this one's going to come back and put the bookend, yes. if you will, to yes. the energy. That's the big picture. So I think maybe now you're thinking, okay, this all sounds right on track. Like, what is 2021 ushering in? So what is the new one? If I was talking to a client, mm-hmm. I'd be saying, wow, you've just, you're going to do something that really divides your family. Some of the family members will say, wow, wow, I'm so impressed or excited for you. And the other half of the family may be very almost condemning you say that is wrong you shouldn't have done that it's about leaving you know family creates this energy that we're we're tribe we think alike it's very easy the way that i grew up coming out of the 50s the idea that okay we're catholic oh and you're not type of thing it was very easy to see the uh, the the, associations the line then oh the idea was well you keep being Catholic, you're in this family, so of course we practice this, and when you grow up, your children will practice it. There's that implied sense. That's overly simplistic. But this is where someone breaks. So again, I could make up something. It's like where someone breaks party lines. 
oh, all of a sudden, again, taking something maybe out of current headlines, where someone's associated with one party and they go, I'm no longer a member of this party. Oh, that I see. Shakes party up lines. Okay. That shakes up other fellow people of that party. Mm-hmm. Say, what? You're not, you know, you're betraying us, you're going off. So yeah. that's a theme. It is a rebellious energy. Yeah, even it very is. simplistic could just be ignoring tradition. Oh, yes. Um, being unconventional. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which we're already starting to see. I mean, we've never seen an election like this. Well, that has been the gift, if I might say, of Donald Trump. Okay. He has done so many things unconventionally. True. He has role modeled that idea that what's saying we have to have this tradition or that. I mean, I don't know. I can't make judgment on that. Right. I know it's upsetting to see someone not celebrate Thanksgiving. I'm making that okay. up in a, in a personal level. Okay. If someone said, we're not celebrating Thanksgiving, we don't believe in it. I'd go, oh my gosh, what are you going to do in November? You know, okay. It's like it's a family tradition to me. Right. Right. So it's always like, what? Is someone doing that? But he's really been a poster boy for that concept. He Already. has, but this is a very new energy that's coming in. Right, but so, we know it started seeping in in 2020. True. It did start seeping in under the door. True. But I would just think, what, like, what other traditions could we break this year? Could we see government changes where, mm-hmm. oh, we've never done it like that before? You right. know, or where, you know, the two parties really breaks into more options. You know, before, I mean, I know there are yeah. other options, but right. it's like a very low percentage that's... right. Um, associating with those so we have to see it light play out on a much bigger level that will probably change things as we move forward um let me give you another metaphor for this this energy is so summed up if you have a family and then a family member goes off okay let's say they move to new york city and they oh this is how they live in new york city then they come back they come back to the family sitting in the midwest let's say and say oh this is how we do it in new york oh this is how we do it in new york oh this is how we do it in new york you know what i mean all of a sudden this family is overwhelmed all this new information and of course there's a tendency to go okay we've heard enough right right energy is all about we're being exposed to things that we're uncomfortable with mm-hmm. and of course there's, there's a rectification yeah. Coming in everyone's mindset, or in this case, the country's mindset. It will definitely be interesting to play out. Yeah. Because yeah. it just, I think we have to just be very open to the unexpected or very, un, very open oh, to yes. things not being the way that we've seen them in stone our whole lives. And I do believe, I mean, if we believe in the collective, that word, what is the collective? Collective means something we're all going through together. Mm-hmm. We can say it's the country, but it's actually individualist. It's all, right? Yeah. It's what is in the hearts and the minds of the people that eventually gets reflected in the country, the rules, the laws. True. And I think that's probably where the split is. Uh, maybe the laws haven't kept up with what everyone's thinking. No, I, yeah, I don't think they have. Right. Yeah. Well, we hit on a lot of tough subjects today. Um, I hope that it gave you some insight just as to what we are going through as a country and what to expect as we move just even through January here. Um, And yeah, do you have anything, any final thoughts? You know what? I just, we have to be optimists. We can't lose our hope here. No, I agree. uh, We've gone through a heck of a lot already. Yep. Yep. 
So thank you so much for tuning in and we will talk to you next week. Take care. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining us on another episode of the Mom and Me Astrology Podcast. To keep in touch, follow us on social media at the underscore Kate Wind. And to see a list of our services and our store, you can visit our websites at thekatewind.com or maryswick.com. We'll talk to you next week.